Alrighty. Um, hey guys, this is Olives, and welcome to the first official episode of Life with Olives. I'm obviously your host, Olives. I think I've said that already. Um, so lovely to have you guys joining me here today. Um, I know that I kind of already had a podcast going. Um, it was over on Podbean. Uh, it was called Olive's Autumn Podcast that it was supposed to change with the seasons and be like Olive Spring Podcast and Summer Podcast. However, the grand dreams that I had for said podcast were unfortunately dashed because I wasn't consistent and it was difficult for me. But it's a new year, new me, all of that stuff. Yay. <laughs> And we're going to see if we can't be a little bit more consistent with posting once a week, you know, with adventures of life with olives. Um, Starting, welcome. It is January 9th, I believe. Um, It's about 7.35. And I actually need to not ramble on like I usually do because I'm actually going to be streaming over on my Twitch channel at 8 o'clock. I'll be streaming um, Skyrim for about two and a half hours. Um, I'm really not very good at it, but I do my best. And uh, I'm trying to be a Twitch streamer. I'm trying to become an affiliate. I think that would be a really fun way to kind of spend my time and maybe make a little bit of money and just have fun and meet people and just have a great time. Video games have not always been my forte, but I promised my roommate that this was something that I would do because I mentioned it off the cuff one day and she thought it was a great idea. And a couple of the people that I've met online have thought that it's, you know, I'm not terrible so far. So that's nice. (laughs) Always good to have some positive feedback. Alrighty. So as I mentioned, new platform, but mostly the same content. Um, If you're new here and haven't listened to me talk before, I talk a lot about um, living with anxiety and just going through day-to-day life with, you know, anxiety and dealing with social troubles, you know, that come with these particular troubles. And I'm hoping I can, um, upload some of my old content onto this so that I can maybe, (laughs) um, cause some of my old episodes are really good and some of them were really terrible. Um, if you really want to check those out, I will, um, add a link in the description to my Podbean account. It probably won't be open for very much longer. I would like to move all of those audio files over here, as I just said, so that, you know, we can kind of reach a broader audience. You don't have to have a Podbean account to use it. All right. So, um, an update on my life for those of you that listened to, the Olives Autumn podcast and are now listening to me now. Um, in October of last year, I made a big deal about talking about how Sage and I, Sage is my roommate, we were going to move down to the main floor apartment. There were all these shenanigans happening with our landlord. Well, it turns out we still haven't moved. We're still in the same apartment and that's a little bit tricky. Living out of boxes hasn't been our absolute favorite thing and there have been some problems with it, but we're hoping to move hopefully by the end of the month, maybe the beginning of next month. We honestly don't know what's going on. That super sucks. I, <laughs> it's, it's really difficult when every, you really want everyone to act like adults and assume that everyone's going to act like an adult and then 
nobody talks to you about anything. Like we got a new property manager completely out of nowhere. Uh, he's super, super nice, but we have never met him before. We didn't meet him before. I met him a couple of weeks ago before Christmas. He's very nice. Uh, it just was very surprising. I didn't know that we were getting a new manager until I bumped into him. So that's interesting and different. Uh, but enough about my awkward home situation. Uh, moving on to happier things. I opened my Etsy store like I've been thinking of. Um, in the last episode, I mentioned that my sisters opened up an Etsy store a few years ago called Wooly Bottomwares and they wanted me to join them but I really wasn't interested at the time and I my products didn't really go with what they were hoping to sell so it didn't work out that way so I just started crocheting some hats I love to crochet I love to knit I love to do things with my hands uh, because of my anxiety I do tend to fidget and crocheting and knitting is really a good way to create something while I'm sitting down and trying to rest after a long day of work and also create something beautiful and sometimes really frustrating but still beautiful um so I was wearing I work in a drive through window judge me <laughs> um, I was wearing one of the hats that I had made in the drive through one day and this wonderful woman I don't know her name but she's very nice she's one of my regulars came through and asked me how much I would charge for the hat and if I, she wanted to just buy it off of my head and it was very flattering it was mostly white with like purple and black stripes and I told her I was like I would like to wash this for you first and she said well when you think of it you know let me know so that kind of inspired me um, to start a small business so I will um, add a link to that in the description um, but yes, I am a I am a small business owner. I have an Etsy store. It's it's called Olive's Creations, um, made with love and all that stuff. I have business cards, so you know I'm legit. Um, if you want to check out my Etsy store, you're more than welcome to. There will be a link in the description. So that's really exciting. I haven't sold a lot of hats. I only opened the store in November, so it's only been open for about two or three months. I've sold about four or five hats, a few, three of those to people I know, <laughs> and a couple to a woman who I haven't met, but who lives way across the United States, who I'm sure stumbled upon me by happenstance, and that was super nice. Um, I try to promote my business as much as I can because I just, it's less about the money and more about wanting to put people in cute attractive hats that I've made like it's more of a stroking my ego as opposed to making money off of this so if you'd like to check out my Instagram the, for my personal business site um, I will link to that down below um, let's see what else is there to update you on oh so a, I told you guys already about wanting to podcast weekly um, just you know to kind of update on adventures and things that happen to me experiences that I have um, I don't want to talk just about anxiety because it's so easy to get lost kind of in that trap of, you know, oh, I'm anxious. I feel anxious. These are ways that I deal with it. And it's very, it's a very important topic. Don't get me wrong, but it's, I also feel that it's important to discuss things that take your mind off of it to discuss more important and not necessarily coping mechanisms, but things that you can do not just to move past it, but to distract yourself from it and realize that 
you might be feeling anxious and you may feel a panic attack coming on, but you, you will ride the waves, you will get through. <clears throat> I apologize. You will ride the waves, you will get through, and you will be great on the other side. So living with anxiety, it's, it's not just this kind of all-encompassing, like, detrimental thing. It's, some of it is really awful, but I have high-functioning social anxiety. So I do not know what's wrong with my voice. I am so sorry. <laughs> I guess I didn't drink enough water before I started this. Hang on just one moment. I have to uh, try and open my drink here. Oh, this is the only beverage I have, and I haven't opened it yet. And so the seal is oh, giving me trouble. Anyway, so I'd like to podcast weekly. I decided that I'm going to post every Wednesday, probably around 7 o'clock, I'm hoping, if I can keep up a decent schedule, because that will give me a time limit. I won't get to just ramble at you for ages and ages, because as I said, I'd like to be streaming on Twitch four or five days a week. Um, as I said, I'd like to become an affiliate and I feel like the way to get there is to expose myself and to, you know, do it as much as possible so people know about me and find out about me and we can have a good time. And it's a mostly PG stream. I try not to swear very much. I just, I have a mouth like a sailor and I, I try. I'm so sorry. My mom's probably listening to this and being aghast. Sorry, mom. I really, really do love you. So opposed from just, aside from just podcasting and Twitch streaming, I'd like to get more into um, art and creativity, um, but so I'm, I'm doing a six minute art challenge, which I may or may not post an Instagram for. Um, this podcast, and once it takes off a little bit more, will get its own Instagram, and I will keep you all posted on that as well. Um, so I would like to podcast more. I'd like to stream on Twitch. Um, I want to get into more kind of art challenges. I'd like to become more artistic. And I'm also thinking of starting a YouTube channel for, um, the podcast because I, through the magic of my ancient, ancient computer, that's at least 10 years old, which if you've known, if you know what Jarvis has been through, you know that that's a very, very... A lot. (laughs) Oh, he's been through like three different software changes and issues. It's a long story. But through the magic of my computer, I've discovered that I can record myself talking on my um, great big fancy schmancy microphone. And I also can record myself with a camera connected to my computer at the same time. So um, I've asked some people about that. I've kind of thrown it out there in the water and I've gotten a pretty positive response. So I feel like as well as doing the podcast, I'm also going to start a YouTube channel about my podcast. Um, and we'll just to maybe kind of tinker around, see how that goes. I'm not sure. We'll find out. Um, when these things maybe start up, I will link, I will link to them so that you can find them. Um, anyway, so All of that self-promotional garbage aside, I have something I genuinely need to talk about. Because as someone who does live with daily anxiety and struggles with anxiety, I've learned to recognize the signs and people around me. And I've learned to kind of pick up on the subtle cues of other people that that share some... 
I'm going to use the term mental illness because it technically it is. It's not just a like, oh, she just gets anxious sometimes. It's it's a genuine, it runs in my family. My mother had it, my grandmother had it. We're anxious people. It happens. It doesn't know that my mother's a cancer. Not that she doesn't have cancer. She is a cancer, as in the zodiac sign. That's probably going to come up a lot. I am very into astrology. And it's not a science, it's a hobby. <laughs> anyway, um, so something happened to me at work last week. Um, and not necessarily to me, but it involved me. Um, I'm not going to say any names. I'm not going to... This is really difficult because this is something very important to me that I really, really want to address and talk about. But it's also a very delicate subject. And I feel like as women, perhaps, who do have anxiety troubles, we do deal with this more often than we should because of society and stigmas and the way that we're taught quote-unquote to or are conditioned maybe to believe um I completely lost my train of thought but (laughs) um but something happened to me that was a little bit unsettling and I am I am 27 and I have met a score of different people different personalities different ways of looking at things different ways of seeing the world And through my adventures of getting to know people, you know, through high school, college, you know, dropping out of college, having, you know, a a one midlife crisis when I was like 19 and having all of these issues and alcohol abuse and drugs and, you know, late, late night partying and living with depression and sleeping like 20 hours a day moving a lot dealing with you know siblings and I've I've been through a ton of stuff and through my adventures I have learned and grown and I'm obviously only 27 so I still have a lot to get done I still have a lot to still learn and grow from but I feel like I have a certain amount of small wisdom that I can bring to the people around me and especially people that are younger than me who perhaps haven't left the small town that we're living in right now that have, you know, have not had such a broad experience of the world as I have. And maybe they're a little bit less cynical and haven't um, experienced maybe the negativity of things that I have. But I still try to be optimistic. For the record, this isn't a, oh, I've seen, you wouldn't believe the things I've seen. This, (laughs) This is definitely just trying to... I don't know. There was this girl at my work. We'll just get into it. I'm so good at just rambling and being all over the map. Let's just get into it. There's a girl at my work who she and her boyfriend, who also works with us, they had an incident in the middle of the shift. And she came to me after they were finished arguing and she was crying and I held her and we talked for a good like 20 minutes about her relationship and this guy and the reaction to this guy and... I learned through having this conversation with her that there is a lot more going on for our young women than I thought. And let me explain to you what I mean, because I'm to the point in 
my life and my relationships where I am very comfortable if I am unhappy opening up and saying, hey, something is wrong. I do not like when this happens. I don't appreciate this. Can we talk about it? Can we fix it? I'm to a point in my life where if there's a problem, I am more than happy to pull the person aside Um, romantic relationships, personal relationships, family relationships, and be like, hey, I don't appreciate what's happening here. Can we discuss this? Can we work it out? And hope for a really good outcome and a positive outcome. But I have also been in the place in my life where I was in a relationship at one time where I felt like I had to bend over backwards and shed everything that I was in order to make my partner happy. I was, I, for seven months, I became this docile, quiet, meek, which those of you who know me in person know that that's bizarre, um, kind of pushover, this doormat, this person who accepted the blame for all of the other person's problems, took the abuse, in some cases, literally, for the other person's problems just in the hopes that they would be okay and they would forgive me and that um, they wouldn't be angry anymore and maybe if they just you know realized that you know there were better things in the world maybe it wouldn't happen again so I left that relationship and it for a few months after I left it was still very scary and very intense And then eventually I didn't hear from him anymore, which was very nice and relaxing and I felt very relieved. But there was a moment where I was in the thick of it and I was scared. And he had manipulated me and turned me kind of into this person who he cut me off from all my friends. He cut me off from my family He convinced me that he was the best I was ever going to get and that I didn't deserve better. And that when he would hurt me, that it was because I deserved it. And I have a lot of guilt about that. I have a lot of feelings about that. And that's a whole different like podcast for another day. But and her experience was nothing close to what I just described. But her experience was something along the lines of she she mentioned a few times in this conversation that she did feel like a doormat and she wished that he could just get his way so that he'd stop yelling at her and being angry and making her the scapegoat for his problems um and it was very hard for me listening to her story um to not jump in and say things like, wow, what a douchebag. You deserve better. Dump that guy. Because I am 27 and I do have a certain small amount of experience that says if you if you do overreact, if you do jump into these things, then the other person isn't going to want to talk to you or trust you. So you have to be very kind of gentle and quiet and that's really hard for me sometimes because I feel so impassioned especially about the people that I love and I care about when I know they deserve better but so I just I wanted to come onto this podcast which is I realize it's it, well, it's my podcast so whatever I'll do whatever I want I guess within certain reasons and 
you know, I just, I have so many feelings because I just, I, he's not a bad person. He's just very immature. He's still, he's about 20, 21 years old. He still lives at home. He's not going to school right now. He's just working and playing video games. And I'm not bagging on video games. I literally just told you guys Twitch streaming is where it's at. Like, if you have time around, oh, I only have six minutes and then I have to start. Wow, thanks. Uh, <laughs> I'm so glad that I'm recording in a spot where I can see a time because I would have just rambled on all day. But so what I want to say that I couldn't say to her in the moment because I, I was trying not to startle her and I wanted to keep, I wanted her to keep talking to me because it's important to me that she can trust me and come to me with her problems. But what I wanted to say to her in the moment and what I kind of want to say to all of our young women who may be struggling with difficult relationships or our young men who may be struggling with difficult relationships, family relationships, romantic relationships, and in some cases I've discovered parental relationships. It's so hard to stick up for yourself. As someone who deals with anxiety, I know, I don't know why I'm getting emotional. I'm so sorry. This is so unprofessional. But as someone who does deal with anxiety, I know how hard it is to not want to rock the boat and you don't want to upset the situation. And sometimes, especially if it's a romantic relationship, you are scared of being alone and you don't think that you can find anyone better and you don't think you deserve anything better. You think that this is all you will ever be able to achieve, you know, happiness with this one person. So you're willing to put up with so much and you're willing to deal with so much and you happily just take the abuse and you take it trust me I have been there it is so easy to want to just give up and say you know what whatever I at least I'm not alone but I really want to tell you guys this is so important to me that you understand this you do not deserve to be treated that way I don't care who it is. I don't care what the situation is. I don't care if you made an offhand comment and they got bent out of shape about it. You deserve better than to be treated like a doormat. You deserve better. Please love yourself as much as I love you. Please care about yourself as much as I care about you. Because the thing she said to me... At one point, I was trying to convince her that she did not deserve it, but I was trying to do it gently, and she looked at me and she said, I just don't want to be alone. I hope he doesn't break up with me. And that broke my heart because what if they get married? What if they live together? What if they raise children? What if they have daughters? And what if he treats them that way? And then she realizes finally that they it's not right and it's not okay but what if she decides well it's better that we all just stay together and be a family like it's just and then the daughters are taught that this is fine and it's a vicious cycle and I unfortunately have firsthand knowledge of this in romantic relationships and in parental relationships I unfortunately have a lot of experience with women 
compromising because they don't want to be alone. And it breaks my heart. And I just want you all to know that you deserve better. You deserve to be happy. You deserve good things in your life. And no matter what anybody tells you, and no matter what you anybody thinks, you do what is best for you and you do what makes you happy, even if it means being alone. Because being alone is better than dealing with garbage people. And I... I'm sorry I got emotional. I just, I don't want anyone to feel like they are less because they don't have someone. Because the right someone won't make you feel like that. Ever. (sighs) That was a lot. Okay. (laughs) Sorry, that got really intense. I didn't mean to, it just, this is usually a very lighthearted podcast, but I just feel like it needs to be a little bit serious sometimes. And I I hope I didn't reveal too much that no one wanted to know. But anyway, it is right now it is 7.59. So I have to go. But it was really great talking to you guys. And I hope that you enjoyed this podcast. Share with your friends if you liked it. Um, I'm going to include all the links that I mentioned earlier in the description box. Um, Send me a comment. Say hi. Just to let me know that you're you're out there and you're alive. this has been my first like big test of this app. I'm not sure if I'll keep using it. I guess we'll have to see. Um, but yeah, so I have to run because I have a gigantic virtual world to stumble around and make mistakes in. So I'll talk to you guys another time. All right. Thanks for joining me on Life with Olives. Bye.